Welcome to the Complete Fitness Podcast with Core 4 Complete Fitness. Your episode is starting in 3, 2, 1. Rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Episode number four. This is the one I was excited to share with you guys. So today, Brittany is our guest on the podcast. Brittany is one of our trainers at Core 4 Complete Fitness. Um, Long story short, I used to train her many, many, many years ago. And then she rejoined the new gym that we opened. And then now she is a trainer here. But the reason I wanted to have her on, she's one of the only people that I've ever met that has lost a hundred pounds and done it without like completely sabotaging everything. So I figured you'd be good to share your little tale, Miss Brittany. All righty. Well, my entire life I have struggled with weight loss. Um, so I have gone through probably every type of diet that's out there. I've done medical weight loss. I've done Weight Watchers. I've done super restricted low calorie rouse eating 1200 calories a day. I've done nothing but hours of cardio and nothing worked. I would lose a little bit, gain it back, lose a little bit, gain it back. And then I finally figured out I have to find something that's going to work that I'm able to stick with. I can't keep doing these shortcuts just to get a couple pounds off to then in turn gain it back when I couldn't stand being on that diet any longer. So that's when I started doing calorie counting and macro counting. Um, and that's when I was able to be on my journey for three years. Granted, three years probably wouldn't have taken that long, but I did have my daughter, Tinley, right smack in the middle of it. Um, But I just kind of found what my body responded best to. And at the time I was coming here, which was core four and working out with our workouts here. I think I was doing about five days a week at the time because I lived a little bit further. So I wasn't able to squeeze in weekends. Um, but I was doing this workout five days a week and then I was just doing my thing with my diet and rocking and rolling. And it took me, like I said, about three years to lose my hundred pounds. I actually hit my hundred pound mark right in the beginning of COVID right in April is when I hit the mark on it. Could you imagine if you were at 99 then COVID hit and then you were like, damn it, this sucks. (laughs) I can't go to the gym. I was stuck at 99 for a while. I know. I remember that. That's how it goes with everybody. I know we always say when everybody's about to hit like a milestone that lasts because you like you go, you start stressing. You're like, oh, my God, I'm right there. Stress raises your cortisol levels. And you try to just reinvent the wheel instead of doing with just what works. And that's when people are like, oh, I'm almost I got one more to go. I better eat less so I can hit my goal or work out five times harder than I ever would. And then you just you're stressing your body out too much and then it is you take a little break you decompress or like didn't you were like yeah i just went off on the weekend i went out i didn't stress i ate we had nachos or whatever and the pound just falls right off but part of it is you have to know just not to go pedal to the metal but it's easier said than done when you're that freaking close yeah you're determined to hit that that milestone you do you obsess over it no i know so everything has to be on point you're weighing yourself constantly you're your measuring every morsel of food that you're eating because in your mind, you're like, if I'm not 150% on point, it's not going to happen. And then your body hits that brick wall and you're just, you're stuck. What do you think was like the toughest 
Or like, what was the thing where you're like, okay, I'm like doing this. Everybody has that point where they're like, all right, I got to, I'm just, I'm doing it. I'm rocking and rolling. Cause some people will go like, oh, I'll be good. I'll lose five pounds, 10 pounds, gain it back. I'll put some on, gain it back. I'll put some on, gain it back. When were you just like, okay, we're doing this. I'm kind of putting the blinders on and just like crushing this. So I had saw a picture of myself, which, you know, I normally try to hide in pictures or I did at the time. Um, and my mom took a picture of me and <clears throat> posted it on Facebook and I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, like, and I saw who I really was. Like a lot of times you don't see yourself as you. Um, and I saw the picture and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, that's not who I see in the mirror. Like, I can't believe I actually look like that. And just to be a hundred percent transparent with everybody. I mean, when I saw the scale hit over 300 pounds, that's when I was like, I never imagined in my entire life that I would have allowed myself to get to that point. Um, I had just completely not cared at all about my health or anything. I was just eating how I wanted, but I was completely miserable. Like my relationships in my life were struggling. You know, I was just, I was not happy. Um, so when I saw that picture and then I saw the weight on the scale, I was like, this is it. We're done. Enough of the shit. Like I'm not continuing this any longer. I'm going to lock it in. I'm doing whatever it takes to finally like lose the weight for good instead of like going up and down and having people be like, oh, Brittany's on another diet again. Like it was different this time. Yeah. But then like you said too, it's like at least like I know I told you, but I put on probably like 15, 20 pounds after we had Viv. Um, but like in your brain, you're always like it's always temporary. Like you're always like, oh, I can get it off whenever I want or like I can just start eating right or I can do X, Y and Z. But until like you hit a number or like you said, see a picture and you're like, holy shit, this has gotten out of control. I got to really like step it back. But like how you said, like when you were first doing it and then you lost like 25, then 50, then 75, then 100. And like how you broke it down. I think that like everybody looks at this big monumental task of Mm -hmm. I want to lose whatever the number is. It doesn't have to be 100 pounds, but like 70 pounds, 60 pounds, 50, but whatever the number is. And they go, there's no way I'm going to do it. And then maybe week one, they only lose one pound or two pounds. Or they don't lose anything. And they're like, I I can't do this. I'm one down. This took so much work. Mm -hmm. I got 99 to go. It's like running a marathon. Like if you think in that first leg, like I got 26 miles to got to run, it's going to suck. But if you take your brain out of it and you just go, okay, I got to lose a pound a week or a pound a week. And and it just becomes your new norm. You're like, oh, okay, I eat this now. I work out now. I do X, Y, and Z. And then it just becomes second nature. That's just your new like operating habit, basically. Yeah. I mean, I definitely took it at like 10 pound increments. So I was like, okay, I hit 10 pounds. Next goal is going to be 20. Because every time I would look at it and be like, I have to lose 50 or I have to lose 70. Like that's a daunting task to hit. Yeah. And then like you said, like it feels like it's going to take forever to get there. So when you take it into those smaller ones and those smaller mini goals, as soon as you hit them, it keeps you motivated to keep going. Because you're like, okay, I crushed that goal. Move on to the next one. And it was just, it was different because I don't, I mean, obviously people don't know how fast you lose weight because they can't see the scale on your body, but there was at least a four month time span that I didn't lose anything. And I told myself, yeah, I was so annoyed and so aggravated, but I was like, I'm not giving up. Like, I'm still going to keep going. And I mean, honestly, my body was still changing because I was taking progress pictures. And so I could tell like my body changed a lot in those four months, but the scale just completely stayed the same. And I would sit there and say, like, there's no way that my body has nothing left to lose. Like, it still has stuff to go. But sometimes you just got to, like, 
push through it. And that's like the biggest thing I try to tell people is don't let the scale dictate your goals. Don't let the scale dictate your progress because that's not the only way of measuring your progress. You've got to just keep going no matter what. Yeah. There's a really good post somebody posted I on Facebook that I stole on my phone. I've been meaning to put it up there, but it's a picture of a scale. And on the scale, there's an apple, which you know is the size of like a tennis ball. And it says one pound. And then there's a picture of a pound of marshmallows. And like, yes, they both weigh the same, but you can see how much space a pound of marshmallow takes up as opposed to a pound of an apple, just because it's so much denser and your body does the same thing. It can't tell the difference between that I put on a pound of just fat and crap, or did I actually put on a pound of lean muscle tissue? And it is, even though they weigh the same, a pound is a pound is a pound any way you cut it. So it's like, once you start measuring, okay, my inches are this, then you know, just in your brain mentally, it still kind of gives you that like reward mechanism where you're like, okay, the scale stayed the same, but now I can fit in these jeans or now I can fit in this shirt or this jacket or whatever, and everything's starting to shrink. But there is, people get so glued to that number on Mm -hmm. the scale and that's the only way they measure progress. And then in three weeks or like you hit a bad, like two, three, four month span, they go, this isn't working. I got to throw in the towel where it's like, yeah, but if you just measured another aspect of how well you're doing, you can see you're knocking it out out of the park still. I was definitely like looking at it as like a fitness aspect. So I was like, okay, you know, I remember I couldn't do a sit up. I can sit here and do sit ups all day long. I couldn't even do a push up for my knees. And then during COVID, I finally was like, you know what? I've never tried a push up on my toes before. I'm just going to see what happens. And I was able to bust out five of them. You know, I couldn't do burpees when I first walked in the doors to this gym. I was stepping burpees out and struggling. Now I can do burpees fully down to the ground. So those were the things that I had to, like, take a step back when the scale wasn't moving. I was like, okay, you know, I'm able to, you know, do chest press now with 25-pound dumbbells. Yeah. I was doing a chest press here with, like, 8s and 10s when I first started. So those are the things you just got to kind of take a step back and push the scale away if it's starting to get stressful and annoying because the scale can definitely ruin a lot of mental things in the process. Yeah. And then you just stress, you become obsessed with the scale. And then the one thing that you did, I remember, and that we always tell people, if you're not enjoying the process, it's just going to stress you out more than it should. So if you hate going to the gym every day, if you don't like the food that you're eating, if you don't like getting out of the house and, you know, just taking care of yourself and kind of being social, finding a gym that works for you, you're probably not going to do a fantastic job getting from point A to point B. But how you said, you said like weekends, you still had to work your butt off. You still had to make sure you were eating correctly and all that stuff. But if it was like a day on the boat, you're like, okay, I'm going to have a couple drinks or I'm going to have everybody brought sandwiches. I'm going to have a sandwich, but it's not going to carry over until the next day and the next day and the next day where that's where a lot of people just think that it's either you're all in or you're all out. Either you have to be on a strict diet 24 seven, you can't enjoy yourself, you can't live your life, or just the wheels are off, I'm eating whatever the heck I want. Like you can enjoy things in your life, you can live a fun, exciting life. It's just, you have to, you still gotta keep track, you know, have the goals in sight of what you want to accomplish basically. Yeah, I mean, the biggest turning point with diet on my journey was I told myself I'm not cutting foods out like nothing is off limits I did do tracking so obviously I was only allowed certain amounts of food 
whether I was doing calories or macros at the time, I was flipping flopping between both of them, depending on where I was at in my process. But the whole point is if you sit there and you cut out all these foods out of your diet, that that means that there's going to be an ending point to your diet at some point. And when that diet turns off, you're bringing those foods back because you're never going to forever never eat nachos and pizza. Like that's just not realistic. Yeah. So I told myself I can eat however much I want and or not however much I want, but I can eat whatever I want in moderation. And that made the biggest change for me because then those foods don't become so like you don't want them as much because we always want what we can't have. So if you tell yourself you can't have nachos, even if you're not a big nacho fan, that's all you're going to want now. Yeah. So when you stop cutting those foods out, it allows you to control your cravings. It allows you to control yourself around the food. And you're just able to be more in tune with what your body actually needs. And those cravings don't become as often either. Yeah. No, I know. And it is like you take the power back instead of giving it to the food Mm -hmm. when you know, okay, I can have this if I want to have it, but I know it's not probably the best choice I should be making right now. But if you say, you know, like if you took a thing of cookies and like a clear thing, all the stuff that you love to eat and you're like, you can't touch this for six months. Mm -hmm. You're like, this is going to suck. I'm not going to enjoy this. But when you say, okay, I can have this stuff or I just choose not to eat it, or this is stuff I don't put in my diet anymore. You can kind of go, I can really have it whenever I want to, if I really want to, but I'm trying to get this goal. So I'm not going to eat it. Whereas it's not, you know, it's a weird like Jedi mind trick. You have to kind of play with yourself and going, you're able to have this stuff. It's not off limits. It's not, you know, you're not going to mess up everything if you eat this, but making sure that you're eating more of the right stuff. Yeah is going to allow you to be able to have this a little bit in the future. Yeah. And my, my rule of thumb was always, if I can track it, I can have it. So if I left room for it, fine, I can eat it. And I was smart about it. Like I allowed myself to have treats at night or if I wanted to eat nachos for dinner, I worked the rest of my day around it. Like I just was strategic about it. And like I said, like that's what's made it, made me get through my whole journey and made it continue past a hundred pounds is you know being able to be around food and it not be like oh that's not allowed that's not allowed i didn't feel like an outcast going to family outings or going to parties and stuff i didn't feel like i had to only eat certain things yeah i had control again and that was just it was different yeah no even with the challenges we do people say that's the best part about it is Mm Like, okay, you know, you got to kind of be on your P's and Q's Monday through Friday. But if it is the weekend and you do want to go out, shout out to our challenge starting February 1st, by the way. <laughs> um, if uh, if you do have a weekend that you're like, okay, I got a wedding that I'm going to, or it's somebody's birthday or whatever it is, graduation party, bachelor party, bachelorette party, you can still enjoy yourself. And it's not, you're not the person that sits on their hands and goes, oh, I just got to have celery and water. I can't eat. I can't have a drink. You can do that stuff as long as you keep, you know, the goals in sight. And the next day when you wake up, you know, you're not going out with everybody to breakfast because everybody's hungover and you're eating greasy food. And that's where people, even like drinking wise, get into a ton of trouble where it's not necessarily, we've been there, done that, but uh, it's not necessarily like the drinking aspect, although it does give you a lot more calories and stuff you technically shouldn't be having. It's like you go out to a bar, you have a couple drinks. You're probably also eating bar food as well. You know, you're feeling groggy the night before. Maybe you have something late at night to eat before you go to bed. The next morning you wake up, still feel like crap. 
So what do you do? You want to get some breakfast in you. You guys go out to breakfast. And then like over the period of 12 hours, you've consumed legit like 6,000, 7,000 calories in not even a day. And then, you know, trying to fight all that and, you know, break it all down and burn it all back off. Even if you were doing great Monday through Friday, that 12 hour period just completely screwed you over basically. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is mindset, honestly. I mean, people think that weight loss is just working out and eating healthy, which that is a huge part of it. But if your mindset isn't in the right spot, unfortunately, I mean, you're not going to make it. So you got to you gotta have your mind in the right place and, you know, tell yourself this isn't a short-term fix. You're not just doing it for three months just to get 10 pounds off. Like you're making changes that you're going to stick with forever. Otherwise, you're just going to be back at square one at some point. Yeah. I messed it up. This didn't work. Mm -hmm. Then you're down on yourself. I guess I got to try something new, a new diet, a new gym, a new this. And you're just same thing. A three month, six month, just recycle, recycle. Then you're stuck trying to get the same 20 pounds off Yeah. where you just got to change your mindset. I did a, uh, when all the COVID stuff went down, I might've told you guys, but I like made a, a pack to myself. So we were shooting those videos in here, obviously. And everything was just super chaotic. And I was like, all right, I got to stay on the ball. The gyms are on the line. I just got to bust my butt to like, just till everybody just figures out what, what is happening. So like no drinking, no cheating, no anything. I still worked out every day. We were doing the videos. I was in like the, I'm still in feel fantastic, but that period in like spring and summer, I just was in the best shape ever. And it was, it was weird. It was just like a mindset click. And you're just like, all right, I'm just not going to do this anymore. But once you set those tangible goals, it makes it easier. Like if you say, okay, for these 90 days, I'm not going to whatever it may be, eat fast food, drink. But I think a lot of people like go into it, whatever their goals may be. And they're very just vague for themselves. Mm -hmm. And they'll go, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. And you got to say, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds by X. Otherwise, 20 pounds, do you want to lose in three months, six months, 12 months, two years, three years? Because you can go up, down, left, right, and then go, ah, I'm back on, I want to lose 20 pound kick. And it's been 10 months and you haven't gotten anything down. And this goal remains, but it's just being drawn out for so long because you haven't dialed in like a time frame. So being able to say, I want to lose whatever it is, just how you said before. 20 pounds in X amount of days or weeks. Once that's done, okay, goal attained, check it off. What's my next one? I want to lose 10 pounds by, you know, around X. Same thing. Once that's done, set another goal. But otherwise, if you don't put like a date, and part of that is I think it freaks people out. I think people are generally scared of failure. And so if they get close to the finish line, they feel like they've let themselves down and nothing bad is happening. If you do have to like extend the timeline, mm -hmm. cool. It just means it's going to take you a little bit longer. It's not the end of the world, but people, even we see it in the gym, they'll go, I want to lose 20 pounds in this six week challenge. And maybe they'll lose 18 in six weeks and they're over there kicking themselves in the ass. And I'm like, what are you? So what are you, you've lost 18 pounds in like a month and a half, That's basically. Great. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I really wanted to lose 20. Then I'm like, then go lose. Don't go lose the next two next week. But it is people put these targets on themselves and they feel like they let themselves down if they don't meet them. Mm -hmm. um, you only let yourself down when, when you quit or when you give up. 
And it's like, okay, if it means you just got to lose the next two or you're a couple of weeks past your deadline. I mean, we generally have an idea of how long it should take somebody to lose a certain amount of weight, but if you don't meet it and it goes an extra week or two weeks or three weeks or a month, you're still going to get there. And you've still and made other changes in between also. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't think that those two pounds completely ruined everything. And that's the thing is a lot of people are like, they're ignoring the 18 pounds that they lost. And they're just like, oh, I didn't lose those two. This whole thing was a waste. And it's like, you've made tons of changes in your diet. You've you know, improved in your fitness. You've lost 18 pounds. You feel so much better. Yeah. Don't get caught up on those last two. I mean, your timelines can be very flexible. I mean, don't let them be too flexible where you don't have drive behind you. Yeah. But like Corey said, like, don't be so caught up and be like, you know, oh, those two pounds, I didn't lose it this week. I completely failed. It's always like that though. Even me and Evan have a joke at the gym. Like we'll get somebody that cancels and you will completely forget about the 150 people that are completely happy and great and everything's going great in their world and they were happy today. But like you just think of that one mm -hmm. cancellation all day and you're like, what could I have done? What did? And sometimes it's just like people, it's the nature of the beast. I'm moving yeah. or my kids. Yeah. Life gets in the way, but you tend to kind of focus on the negative. So you do kind of just have to stay, take a step back sometimes and just look at the big picture and go, okay, I'm two pounds away from meeting my goal. You know, I've knocked this out of the park, but people I think are nervous to dwell into the unknown because I think a lot of them are basically scared to fail or, you know, let yourself down. And that's kind of what holds people back from actually conquering stuff. And they're scared too, like judgment of people. Oh, so-and-so tried to lose weight and it didn't work. And she's, you know, back to where she was and here comes the new diet. But if you just keep pushing forward, like, you know, there's, there wasn't, it's not like you said on day one, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds and it was just perfect. You went from one to day, you know, 300, it was just a straight shot down now, oh, a pound, a pound, <laughs> a pound, a pound. There's going to be days. It was messy. Yeah. You go up on the scale, you go down on the scale, you go backwards, you gain two, you lose three, but over time, it's kind of like the stock market. How does that graph that it goes like, yeah, it, like it's going down, but you'll have a peak going up and then down again and a peak going up and then down again and a peak going up. That's exactly how it is with losing weight. And until you kind of just learn and accept that, know that that's okay. And it's a natural part of losing weight. People think every little hiccup or if the scale is stuck one day that they're a failure mm -hmm. or that they messed up and it was all for nothing. And I'm like, no, you guys, this is just part of life. You're going to have stressful weeks. Yeah. You're going to have <clears throat> weeks. You didn't sleep enough. You're going to have weeks that you were stressed. Maybe there was too much salt in your food. Um, but it's never just going to be day one to day a hundred straight shot down. That was perfectly Absolutely easy. <laughs> so that's part of life. I always say like my biggest phrase is messy action is still action. Yeah. So a lot of people I'm very type a and everything has to be like perfectly organized, color coordinated. I have to have everything like my ducks in a row before I do anything. And well, I'm aware that was, <laughs> that was very much what caught me up so much as I was like, well, I set a goal to, you know, do X, Y, and Z perfectly and X didn't fall in the place, but Y and Z did. But to me, that was a failure because I didn't have it perfect. Yeah. So once I kind of dropped that and it was, you know what, as long as I'm making strides toward my goal and still doing things in the right direction, then that's when that scale and that little graph is going to move downward. So don't get so caught up on being like, oh my gosh, things didn't go exactly how I wanted. Just keep telling yourself, 
messy action is still action because if you give up, then yes, you're not gonna get where you wanna be and you have to keep going. So never stop, always push forward no matter how it looks because I can promise you that in those three years that it took me to lose 100 pounds, it was far from perfect. I had so many days, I would come into the gym like almost in tears talking to Corey being like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. Scale's not moving, things aren't going right. And then I come in the next week, just kidding, the scale dropped, like we're good yeah. now. Well, there were days, remember like there were days when legit, like how you said, messy action is still action. There were days when you're like, my, remember you had that glute problem forever oh and then gosh, your hamstring yeah. was bugging you and it's, you didn't let that stop you. You're like, all right, I still got to work out. Mm -hmm. Everybody, especially the older you get, things stop working great. They start clicking. You just wake up with aches and just, it's just part of growing older. But if you let those things be the be all end all and go, I don't feel perfect or all the ducks didn't align today. I'm too tired. My butt hurts. My leg hurts. I can't do this. I can't do that. I guess I'm not going to work out today. All those things add up and then that becomes your new norm. And then yeah. you're like, all right, the ducks aren't all in a row again today. I guess I can't exercise again, but it is the imperfect action. Mm -hmm. Even like the workouts, there's days when I don't feel 110%. No but I'd rather get in, I'll take a shitty workout over zero workout yeah. any day of the week. And then even after you get done with a bad workout, it's amazing how much better you feel oh, yeah. after that. And then you're Stand right back, back to where you were. Yeah, I mean, it's true. You don't fail unless you give up. So it doesn't matter how that day looks. Like I can have a completely awful day. My workout sucked. My mood isn't really that great. Maybe my diet wasn't super on point, but that doesn't mean that tomorrow I'm like, well, throw in the towel, I'm over it. I would never have been able to lose 100 pounds if I gave up every time I dated and go great. Yeah. I mean, I would be 100 pounds heavier easily because there were so many days that just didn't go how I wanted it to, but you don't give up. You just got to keep going. Conquer the day. Yes. That's all you can do. Every day, wake up. I got to beat the day, whatever that means to you. If it means you got to exercise, work out, meal plan, but don't fall victim to kind of the outside world. Just make yeah. sure that you kind of take control the things you have to do. Then, like you said, the more that you start doing that, the more that just becomes your standard operating procedure. Yeah. And then you kind of look back on your life and I'm like, I was being a little, little bitch boy sometimes. <laughs> there were days when I'm like, oh, oh I totally could have done yeah. this. Like when I had, when we had no kids, mm -hmm. like what did I, why did I not work out every day? Why did I, I not do this? No what? Yeah. I was <laughs> like taking naps in the afternoon and I still do sometimes, but it's like, how, how was I not now? Yeah. Life gets in the way and your life turns a little bit crazy, but how am I over here going? I don't have time for this or don't have time for that or feel best, but you get older and more stuff gets on your plate. And unless you kind of grit your teeth and go, all right, I got to do what I got to do today still. Yeah. Especially now. I mean, obviously 2020, we all know was a shit show, complete dumpster fire. Yeah. Who knows what 2021 is going to be like, but especially with so many uncertainties going on, so many things out of our control. I mean, everybody's life has just been flipped backwards, sideways, upside down. The one thing you can control is you, your actions and how you feel. So, I mean, that's the one thing that I always just kind of pushed through, especially during quarantine was like, I'm not gonna allow myself to just be a lump on a log on the couch. Fall you know, back on everything. Yeah, I can't go anywhere, can't do anything. So I'm just gonna hunker down under a blanket and feel worse. I was like, no, I'm still gonna do something to move around. I'm still gonna eat right, feel good. That's the one thing you can control is how you feel and what you're doing for yourself. I love it, girlfriend. We on fire.
What else you got? Anything? I don't know. I mean, I got. I could be here for hours. I know. Very true. We don't got to spill it all at once. <laughs> we'll give you a little teaser. But uh, oh, yes. anyways, I hope that helped you guys a lot. I wanted really to get Brittany on here. I know it's a big, big, big topic with everybody as far as losing weight, what to focus on, what to put in your diet, how do I start, what's the mindset I have. So I figured getting somebody on here that's done it, that's been there, that's gone through kind of the battles, um, hopefully that helped you guys. And uh, like I said, we'll get old Britt back on here soon for uh, segment two of Lowdown and all that. But uh, that's it, guys. We got a couple more people that we got lined up coming up soon. We're going to have a behavioral person on here, which will be interesting. But I think you guys got Evan next week on the podcast. And then uh, we will keep growing this thing. Uh, like always, guys, if you wouldn't mind subscribing to it, so that way uh, when you it'll give you an alert right when we make a new one. So that way you guys can just click on it right away. If you guys could share it on Facebook and Instagram, that would mean a lot. And then, like always, if you guys need supplements, go to core4complete, no, core4supplements.com. Almost butchered that. If you guys use the code word podcast in all caps, then uh, you get 10% off your entire order and free shipping of all orders oh, over man. 100 doll hairs. And the new Blackberry Lemonade is coming in, and we're getting it so today, excited. too. So it'll be open tomorrow and probably half gone. But uh, that's it, peeps. Love you guys. Have a great rest of your week. And uh, we will see you guys all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.